<laughs> Sorry. <clears throat> take one. Yeah, take one. Hey guys. Yeah, okay, um, hello. Well, um, if you couldn't tell, this is our first time doing this. So hopefully we get better every podcast. I guess we should introduce ourselves. That makes sense, right? Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. So welcome to the first of many Lily's Hotlines podcasts. Round of applause. I'm Liz. Um, I guess the first little- half. Yeah, the the better half. No, oh, <laughs> see already on the first episode. No, but um, I'm Liz, and yeah. Well, that's Liz. Yeah, the first half of Lil, and I'm Linda, the other half of Lil. Lee. <laughs> so together we are Lily. Right. Anyway, um, I feel like in the spirit of college <laughs> we should say icebreaker so the listeners get to know us so i have a list you should say a couple and i'll say a couple whatever you don't okay. say i'll say okay just know that i am a strongly believer that icebreakers aren't that <laughs> <laughs> on the first day of class you're just making everybody feel uncomfortable thank you oh my god oh i didn't mean to say So, Linda, in, from the future, uh, bleep that out. Okay. <laughs> What's the grossest food you ever had to eat to be polite? Can I answer this myself? <laughs> because none. Just do the little plate thing. You know what I'm talking Stop. about? Where you go to the trash Stop. and you have your plate, flip it over. 10 out of 10 recommend if the food is disgusting. Liz, but sometimes you have to be... Like, okay, if the person that made it is sitting there in front of you, sometimes you have to, like, stomach it. At least, like, a bite. Mm-hmm. I feel like, okay, I to, can't... To not do that, just cut up the food smaller and smaller and smaller. Just to make it seem like you're... Just pick up the food. You know how your parents told you when you were little, don't pick up the food? Pick up the food. Okay. But, okay, I have to answer the question for the sake of the question. Yeah, okay. answer the question. So, <laughs> I feel like, if I answer this question, the person could possibly listen to it and know that I'm talking about them. Or not them or someone related to them. So I'm going to just say part of the food. Okay. It involved warm Vienna sausages. Okay. That's that. Can we get a timeline of when this was? Like, it was what season we were in? It was over the summer. Mm-hmm. I was at my lovely friend's house. Mm-hmm. And I was there for a minute. Like, we were hanging out that day, and mm-hmm. I was up to her house. I've been to her house multiple times, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and she started to get hungry. So, when her family members started to cook, like, something real quick thrown together. And she mm-hmm. offered it to me, and to be polite, I was like, sure. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, she hands it to me, and it is involves warm Vienna sausages. Okay. So, don't do that. <laughs> so, I judged... Okay, let me tell you what I did. I judged off my friend if she was going to eat it to determine if I ate it. Mm-hmm. So, she didn't finish hers, so I didn't finish mine. So, I didn't feel bad. Oh, okay. Yeah. Cool. Well, moving on. What's your best idea for a rea- reality show? I feel like... Bro, I feel like we would be good. 
We? Yes. Honestly, I'm, I'm yes. thinking about it. We should do, okay. TMZ, not TMZ, what? <laughs> <laughs> ETV, hit us up. Like a vlog style reality TV yeah. show. Where we film, or like we have people film our own lives for us. Hmm. That's good, bro. That's good. That is pretty good. That's good. Who was your childhood celebrity crush? Let me, I can break this question down for you. <clears throat> the first white man I ever had a crush on was Troy Bolton. Okay. From High School Musical. That, I feel like that was everybody's. <laughs> yeah. Yes. He was just, when he was like, in Get Your Head in the Game, mm-hmm. bro. That, that was hit. It. That yeah. hit. I was like, wow. Mm. Wow. My first like female celebrity crush growing up. Had to have been either like a cheetah girl or Zendaya. Mm hmm. Very solid answers. Yes. Yeah. But then, like, outside of Disney, it was either Omarion or Omarion. Omarion. Yeah. Like, wow. All Omarion. Yeah. Okay. Last thing, which I feel like I know the answer to, is what part of elementary school do you wish to incorporate into your adult life? Recess. Recess. I yes. I really thought you were gonna go with nap time because <laughs> you take a lot of naps. I do. Okay, I do take a lot of naps, but I think in elementary school I didn't take as many naps as I take now. Mm. I say recess just because like I really do want to take a break in the middle of the day. Liz. Yeah. <laughs> I really just want to say mm, I'm done. Let's go outside and run around. But yeah. Okay, I feel like you you definitely told me the story before. But I think you should tell the people. What story? <laughs> as a kid, or as a teenager, I'll say mm-hmm. as a teenager, what, did you ever do something wrong and pin it on your siblings? A hundred percent. It was a lot. Um, <laughs> I'm not even going to lie. <laughs> um, where do I even start? Because I feel like I have a lot of stories where I did something and I pinned it on my siblings. I feel like... I don't know if you pinned it on your sibling in this story, but you definitely pinned it on someone. The broken window? Oh, yes. So, in the house that I lived in, back when I was, like, around 10, um, me and my sister shared a room, and I had the bed. My bed was closest to the window. And um, my cousins came over that day, and we were just messing around, jumping around, and I forgot what happened, but... We were all chilling in my bed in my room and somebody tickled me and I kicked the window and I didn't tell my mom. But then, I don't know, that same day my mom found out and I blamed it on my cousin. So I'm not gonna say what cousin, they can figure it out for themselves. But then I didn't feel bad, but then I started to feel bad because he got in trouble. But actually, yeah, I just said that he, I think I said, I think I told my mom that he threw a ball, which was a big no-no in my house. Like, don't, don't play around like that in the house. And it hit the window. So his mom yelled at him. They left. And yeah. So sorry to my cousin. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. What's the best pickup line that would work on you? Um, probably like a bilingual pickup line. <laughs> Go ahead, say it and translate no. it for us. Okay, hold on, cause like it's not even like 
I don't think it's bilingual. I think it's just like, um, it's like, I don't think it's even a pickup line actually, but it's the first thing that came into my head. But if somebody was like, I'm single, you're single, let's mingle from Monday to Domingo. <laughs> so Monday to Sunday, I would have been like, okay, let's do it. <laughs> okay. Yeah. It's a, a pretty bad pickup line actually, but it, I just really, that's on my mind right now. So that's why I said that one. But honestly, any cheesy pickup line, it just don't like cat call me. Um, and yeah. You got my attention already. <laughs> um, do you have any crazy roommate stories? I know the answer to this question. Yes, but um, you see, hopefully we're going to talk about this in this podcast. But as you grow up, you um, change and you maybe come to see that you are... are mm, maybe you get to the point where you see, I guess, both sides of the story. But also, it's kind of like it was very petty. Um it was a very petty situation and I'm really I haven't brought it up the last time it was brought up wasn't even by me and it wasn't even right now it was actually um the end of August and it was by somebody who also knows a person but anyways to answer the question yes um will I ever tell it maybe um if maybe but I just want to say that the answer is yes the answer is yes yes (laughs) Okay, what did you name your first car? Okay, so my first car didn't have a name. I'm not even going to lie. Okay. Um, the car that I have now, freshman year um, of like my freshman year, my first year of college, all my friends had car names. Um, and because my car was like newer than theirs, they called it Julia. I don't think it... I don't really like that name. I'm not even going to lie. Mm-hmm. So right now, I just call it by the color of the car. The color is blue. But if you guys come up with a better name, hit up our social media links and I'll read it. And I might pick one of your names. I feel like because this is our first podcast, in the spirit of firsts, we should tell stories about our firsts. That's a great idea. Okay. okay. I think it's appropriate to talk about our first crush. Okay, okay, let's get into it. <laughs> <laughs> I still remember his name. Mm-hmm. I won't be settled here. Mm-hmm. But I do remember his name. I remember what he looks like. And I currently still know what school he's going to. Oh, wow. Um, it, was in middle, it was in middle school. And it was like a slow burn. Mm-hmm. So, I remember he used to like to play a lot. Like, joke a lot. Uh-huh. But he was like kind of popular I'm not gonna lie he was an athlete he was kind of mm-hmm. popular he was cute like actually was really cute mm-hmm. and I think it started like the second half of sixth grade when we started having classes together because uh-huh. he was always like hang around me mm-hmm. I don't know why I feel like I was boring I feel like <laughs> <laughs> especially in sixth grade I had braces for the first half uh-huh. and then when I got my braces taken off like two weeks later, I had glasses. Like just to give you an image of myself mm-hmm. in middle school. So I was never really, I don't know. I feel like I wasn't lame, but I wasn't popular. Mm-hmm. I was always like in the middle. Like mm-hmm. I could meld with anyone just because mm-hmm. I was just kind of there. Okay. So he would always hang around me, joke around a lot. And I think that's why I started to get a crush on him. 
and then it only grew in seventh grade i remember seventh grade <laughs> Um, I doubt he's ever going to listen to this podcast, but if he does, he's going to know I'm talking about him. Mm-hmm. But he would t- we had different homeroom in uh, seventh grade. Mm-hmm. So I started out in a science classroom. He started out in the English classroom. But in the hallway, he would, like, come up to me and, like, steal something of mine. Normally, it was, like, a pencil or, like, a paper or whatever. Yeah. You know, cute little yeah. seventh grade stuff. And he would run back to his room, to his homeroom, and make me chase him. And, like... We would, like, play, fight, argue, and then I will get my stuff back and then go to class. But he did that, like, on a regular basis. Intentionally. Intentionally. And I was just like, I don't know, looking back on it, it's so simple. Like, why yeah. did I? It's the little things, baby. It's the little things. Why did I get a crush on that? This is childish. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, yeah. And he just kept being cute, you know? Kept, mm-hmm. He kept being an athlete. He kept being cute. And then he moved away. Aww. Like, he moved to a different school. Yeah. for a period he ended up coming back during high school but he did move to a different school for a period mm-hmm. and I just remember hmm it's kind of sad <laughs> it was really sad but okay I remember one time funny story she told you know how there's like double doors yeah and there's like the pole in between the double doors yes so one time this was in basketball season and the boys team sometimes would practice before us because we had to share the gym so they practice before us. And I didn't know. He was still friends with people in the area and people on the boys' basketball team. So I was in eighth grade at the time. And the boys' practice was over. So they were walking out. And I didn't know he was there. Like, he, they allowed him to, like, stay after school and, like, mm-hmm. practice and stuff like that. But he was in the area. So he turns around the corner. At the same time, I'm walking the other way. Mm-hmm. And I did not expect to see him. So <laughs> I was talking to one of my friends, one of my teammates. And uh, on the way to practice, you know, it's whatever. And he turns the corner and I turn the, my corner, walking opposite directions. And the I, like, saw him and it was, like, in such, like, shock that I tried to hide behind, like, the pole in between mm-hmm. the double doors. So you could clearly yeah. still see me. But I, of course. <laughs> but I was in, like, shock. So I was, like, oh. And I just, like, slid behind the pole, even though you could still see me. And it was just like wow. awkward. Yeah. Did he ever turn around? No, he just kept walking. Like he kept walking straight, and I just oh. walked straight past him. And it was weird. I haven't spoken word in like a single word to him since like before he left middle school. Mm-hmm. But that was like years ago. Oh. Oof. Dang. Let's see if he has a girlfriend now. <laughs> I think he does. <sighs> <laughs> that was the story of him. Um. And I kind of made, like, I met my best friend through him. Hmm. Yeah, if she's listening to this, she's going to know exactly who I'm talking about. She's going to know I reference her, and she's going to know exactly who I'm, like, speaking on. <laughs> but, yeah, that's the story of my first crush. Wow. So, Liz, hmm. it's your turn. Okay. My first crush? Yes. Oh, shoot. <laughs> um... Dang. I honestly can't remember who I had a first crush on. It was probably like middle school, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, I just remember having a lot of crushes in middle school because literally, I don't know, it was like a weird time period of, you know, if you guys know, change. Of, of change. change. Yeah. So like, I felt like yeah 
I just I can't think of one right now. <laughs> Not even lying. Okay. I can't remember. Um, tea. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I can't remember a a recent crush that I have or had a recent crush that I had. Um, but the whole thing is it met really the time span that we met is kind of short. Um, but this person is not available. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So it kind of, I don't know. I just came to the realization that it's not meant to be. Mm -hmm. So crush is kind of over, I guess. That was, that's my most recent crush. There's a lot of tea behind it. Tea. Liqueur. Liqueur. Mm-hmm. Anyways, moving on. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk driving experiences. Okay. My first time driving? Your first time driving. Um, I remember it. I was like, I think I was 15 or 14. I can't really remember. Mm-hmm. But it was around the age that you normally would get your permit. Mm-hmm. It was before I got my permit. Mm-hmm. And my grandma, my grandma was the one who first taught me how to drive. Mm-hmm. And they have like a Cadillac, but I forgot like I don't know the name of the Cadillac, but the make is Cadillac. Mm-hmm. I just don't know the model. A small one, big. It's like small car, mm-hmm. and it was over the summer. And what I remember the most about the Cadillac is that it was over the summer, and the Cadillac AC didn't work. Mm-hmm. So uh, learning how to drive in that car, it was hot. Mm-hmm. But my grandma lives like in the country. She lives in the Goonies. She lives in the cut. She lives out there. Mm-hmm. And, but it was perfect for when you're learning how to drive to learn right. like in the country where there's like no police and other cars. Yeah. <laughs> so, I learned how to drive in that Cadillac, and it was just the first like thing I learned how to drive was obviously parking, like how to pull into a parking spot. Honestly, the pedals, controls, whatever. Driving straight. And then three-point turn. And she taught me how to drive on, like, back roads. But also, like, it was, like, a gravel road. And down the road was, like, a cemetery. Mm-hmm. But, like, obviously nobody's down there other than, like, deceased people. Yeah. So, I remember doing the three-point... My first three-point turn was down that road. And then we did that, like, a couple times before eventually... I just eventually... She started making me drive her, mm-hmm. like in that area so yeah it was smooth it was smooth going it was smooth going (laughs) learning how to parallel park was not okay it just wasn't because my mom tried to teach me how to parallel park Mm -hmm. and (laughs) Mm -mm. Mm -hmm. just learning how to drive with her in the car it was a lot it was a lot of pressure she would get irritated and angry at me fast (laughs) which made me shut down Mm-hmm. But you can't shut down when you're driving. No, you can't. So learning how to parallel park was rough. Let me talk about my first driver's test. I failed mm-hmm. it. Okay. <laughs> not because I could not, not because I could not drive, but the DMV that I took my driver's test at, they put all like the technical stuff first. Mm-hmm. So really, all the stuff that you could fail on, they put that at the beginning of the test. So you would you got in the car, and I don't know if your driver's test was like this, but you got in the car, and the first thing they told you how to do was like a vehicle check mm-hmm. so they were like turn on your turn signals left and right turn on, turn your headlights on and off beep the horn turn on the windshield wipers on and off just to check like the vehicle yeah and to make sure you knew how to do all those things and then the driver gets in the car and you pull out from the dmv and so i pulled out from the dmv took a turn 
down this little, little road and took another turn off on like a side of the road. Mm-hmm. And she was like, pull out to the side of the road and park your car as if you were parking on a hill with like the curb mm-hmm. or whatever. Mm-hmm. And so I did that. I turned the wheel like lot left, put the car in park, did the emergency brake, turned the car off because you had to do all those mm-hmm. things. Pass that part. Good. Yes. Great. Keep driving. And then she takes me down another side road. And on this road was where I had to do three-point turn. Did that perfectly. And th- this is the part of the test that I failed. Mm-hmm. She was like, pull off to the side of the road again. So I pulled off to the side of the road on the grass. And then she was like, she was like I'm going to explain this to you. But if you don't understand it, I can explain it again. She's like, she says, turn the wheel, lock left. So you, you turn the wheel all the way to the left until yeah. it stops. That's what I did. And then she was like, get back on the road or something like that. Mm-hmm. And I didn't understand what she meant. So I was like, okay, my wheel is turned all the way to the, all the way till it locked. And she wants me to get back on the road. So I did that. But I did like a U mm-hmm. going backwards. And mm-hmm. she was like, no, do it again. So I did it again. And I did the same thing. And she was like, drive back to the DMV. That's how I knew I failed. Because what she wanted me to do mm-hmm. was turn the wheel lock left and get back on the road and drive backwards. Oh, this way? Like yes. in reverse? So get off the get off the side of the road. Uh-huh. Turn the wheel lock left, get back on the road. But as soon as you're on the road, straighten your wheel back up and drive backwards. Oh. That's what she wanted me to do, but I didn't understand her instructions. Mm-hmm. So I failed the test the first time because of that. Oh. When I took it the next time, they gave me a different lady who's a lot nicer, a lot more, like, I don't know, her presence was just easier to get along with. Mm-hmm. And I passed the test, no problem. Wow. She was like, yeah, she's a confident driver. I don't know why she failed the test the first time. <laughs> I was like, well. But Man. yeah. So Liz, tell us your first time driving or talk about your driver's test, whatever you feel like it. Well, let me see. Um, I'll do a little cold summary of everything. <laughs> um, so I think I started doing behind the wheel when I was 15 and I didn't really, I lied to my mom and I told her that I've been practicing driving because my friend at the time was older than me and, uh, she had an older sister too and her older sister had a, uh, they had a car available so she would like drive around our neighborhood and start practicing. Mm-hmm. So I lied to my mom and I told her that I knew how to drive and that I was like practicing driving and I, mm-hmm. I understood it so like I told my mom to let me get like I told her to allow me to drive to the bus stop one morning mm-hmm. and she was kind of hesitant because also my mom didn't know how to drive until I was like five um so she was kind of hesitant about it but you know I was so excited and I got in the front seat and I was like yes I know how to drive <laughs> and you know we got in and my mom was like, just be careful. And my house is kind of like on an uphill. Mm-hmm. And um, across, like maybe, I don't know. It was like across the street was another house. And I put the car in reverse. Mm-hmm. And I did not back up slowly. And mm-hmm. I actually, in fact, hit, I'm pretty sure I hit the gas. And we went into our neighbor's mm-hmm. front yard. And I hit their uh, dish pole. Mm-hmm. 
And that was my first time driving. <laughs> so since then, my mom refused to let to teach me how to drive because mm-hmm. it was just a bad experience. Right. My sister was traumatized. My sister, my sister wouldn't get behind, uh, wouldn't get in the same car as me until like I was maybe seventeen. Mm-hmm. Um, so she wouldn't teach me how to drive. My uh, my dad taught me a little bit, but he. Also, wouldn't, like, teach me that much because he, like, worked a lot. So, it kind of fell on my aunt who had to teach me how to drive. Mm -hmm. And, yeah. So, it was the same car that I wrecked because Mm -hmm. I wrecked the car. Um, I can literally describe the car to you guys. It was a Yukon and it was purple. Mm -hmm. So, it was, like, like an older Yukon. It wasn't one of the newer ones. And it was, like, very, um, the material of the car that was made was, like, very heavy so like I dented the back doors of the car, <laughs> you know, <laughs> which is crazy. I mean, not much damage happened to the car other than the fact that it was like, um, one side was a little bit dented because again the the year the car was made and stuff. But I didn't have to drive in that car, and I also used to live in a more. Mm, I used to live in Delaware in Southern Delaware. If you guys know that area, is very like, very cornfields. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so I also kind of grew up or learned to drive on back roads and stuff. So she would take me on back roads. And I didn't take my driver's test to the DMV. I actually took it through the school because it was free. And the first day of class, he gave us an exam. Um, also, my instructor was from England. Mm-hmm. So he drove on the opposite side of the road, <laughs> which is, like, crazy. Like, uh, it was crazy to me. Um but I remember him passing out a test, and I don't know if it was just luck or something, but I passed the test. Mm-hmm. And I was like, this is so crazy. Like, <laughs> I actually passed the test, and I was like, I technically don't have to be in a class, so mm-hmm. let me just go take the driver's test. But once again, I didn't really have that much driving experience. I probably drove, like, 10 or so times. Um, and then I also remember while I was driving with him, we would do, like, partners. So it was me and some other kid. And one time I took a turn and I took it like that. It was supposed to be a right turn and I like went way too fast. And I remember he had to use the brake on his side. His side. <laughs> because if not, I was going to crash. Oh my God. Yeah. Um, But I actually got my license the very first time. And I would say I'm an excellent driver. I have driven up and down this East Coast. With flying colors, haven't gotten flying. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> Linda. <laughs> oh. <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> haven't gotten any tickets, you know. Knock on wood. Um, and I'm very safe, and I think I'm very cautious, and I will get you to, from point A to point B, and that's all that matters. Period. Okay. Period. <laughs> I want to own a sports car, Linda. Will. Not get in my car if it's a sports car. I won't. Not okay. Let me let me explain something. Liz, Liz is a safe driver. I'll give her that. She will get you from point A to point B. Period. The time that she will get you from point A to point B <laughs> is what is scary. Like, I won't say Liz is. Uh, yes, I will. <laughs> Liz is a bad. <laughs> Liz is a bad driver. I'm not a bad driver. Let me no, you're myself. not. You're not bad. Liz is a fast driver i'm a fast driver i will be in and out of lanes if you're in my way just know that i will let you know that you're going slow because i will 
be up your behind. She will. Or I will very furiously, very quickly um, go around you. She will. And like, okay, so my car is old, slightly older than Liz's car. I think my car is like four or five years older than Liz's car. So I can't really push my car past 85 without he, like my car being like, what are you doing? So I normally don't drive that fast. Unless I have to like pass someone, then I could push my car to maybe 90. But other than that, she, he never goes past 85. Mm-hmm. So whenever I'm in the car with you and you can push like 90 and above, I'm like, oh my God. Dang. This is what it's like to be on the edge on the edge of life literally um but yeah overall i think that i'm gonna defend myself and i think i'm an excellent driver um yeah sometimes i'll be like oops (laughs) i'm kind of going too fast but you know honestly let's talk about this for a quick second let me just say that if you drive slow you are actually like i'm not saying go 100 over the speed limit no Mm -hmm. But I'm just saying, like, don't drive slow because slow, uh, slower moving vehicles actually cause more um, accidents. So keep at a like steady pace, and um, also there wouldn't be that many accidents if we all would also keep at a steady pace because there wouldn't be that much traffic. The next verse we should actually talk about, which I was like, wait, let's not talk about it anymore first because it might. Um, intertwine with other stories that we're going to talk about mm-hmm. is our first podcast which is what you're listening to right now period period Go so ahead. i think for future episodes we should get some stories from the listeners no yes i agree so yeah i think the listeners should definitely send us in stories and we'll read through them and we'll pick the best stories that fit like the next theme, theme. So if your story isn't told immediately, that's not to say it will be told later on. Mm-hmm. But I feel like other stories are good topics for conversation, you know? Yes. Mm-hmm. So if you want to send us stories, you can DM us on Instagram or on Twitter. On Instagram, it's Lily's Hotline, L-I-L-I-S Hotline. On Twitter, it's Hotline Lily hotline and then l-i-l-i or you can email us your stories at lily's hotline at gmail and we'll go through them and select the ones that we want to say in the podcast we'll email you to let you know that we've chosen your story and um just listen out for it you know and we'll try to keep everything anonymous yeah. So if you don't yeah. want the name said, let us know. If you want the name said because you're just that savage, let, let us, us know. know. <laughs> Always out for you know tea. So liquor, liquor, liquor. Period. Period. Well, guys, I guess this is us signing off. Thank you for listening to our first podcast. And um, bye.